One, this podcast may contain spoilers from whatever TV show or movie is mentioned. Please listen at your own discretion. Welcome to viewers and audience. Yo, what's going on? I am Scoots Bronson. And I am S. Foster. Excuse me, that's right. And this is the Viewers Anonymous show where we give you everything from our takes and reviews straight from, uh, oh, I messed that up. Wait a minute. <laughs> I did way too much. So this is, this is Viewers Anonymous where we give you our reviews and takes of movies and TV straight from Hollywood. What's going on with you, my brother? Ah, oh, man. Man, it's been it's been a, it's been a long week, man. Um, and it's early, yeah. and it's my fault. You know what I'm saying? I, I I fucked up the Friday episode. We were supposed to do this Friday. You know what I'm saying? I had to try to do some stuff. A lot of stuff didn't work out. But anyway, glad we back in today, hey, man. man. We've been happens. holding this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, shit happens, man. Um, you know, sometimes you got to push the pie back. But you know, hopefully, you know what I'm saying. I'm gonna keep this thing going so we can stay on schedule like we normally is and. You know, in this episode, we're able to give the people what we didn't do last month. You know, we didn't do an appreciation <laughs> last month. So, so yeah, Absolutely. man, I'm um, well, definitely excited time, about man. it. It was Christmas time, so. Yeah. yeah. It was Christmas time. We got to do our Christmas joint. Yeah, and then even, even that, man, we ended up cutting it short, man. It's just been, it's been a lot, it's been yeah. a lot of shit going on, but man, but we've been very, very consistent, mm-hmm. you know, so. You know, yeah, we took a little week off there, episode here and there, but you know what I'm saying? We we still gonna give y'all that work. But how you feeling though, man? Everything been good with you? Man, everything has been, as I always say, slow motion, brother. I cannot complain, man. Um, everything has been great, you know. Um, like you said, you know what I'm saying? Friday we were supposed to do it, you had something pop up. Saturday, we was going to go ahead and record, but I had something pop up. So, you know what I'm saying? We just went ahead and decided to move it on back. But that's the beauty of, you know what I'm saying, being the owners and, and, and operators of this podcast because we can pretty much, you know what I'm saying, do what we like. And um, if something don't pop up, we can always inform the people if we choose or, you know what I'm saying, all that good stuff. But, man, look, we're here now. I'm excited. You know what I'm saying? We're talking about, you know what I mean, one of the one of Hollywood's royalties as he should mm-hmm. be, you know what I'm saying, one of the one of the greatest guys to pop out of uh, nowhere, and, and you know what I'm saying, not only that, my nigga is, is, he got the accent for the ladies, the ladies love him, <laughs> not only do they love him, they love his accent, you know what I'm saying, they love who he is, this is, this is one of those guys who is, even though, you know what I'm saying, they was talking shit about him and didn't want him to be James Bond, he's our James Bond. You know what I'm saying? The 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 black man's James Bond. You know what I'm saying? Idris Elba, man. This nigga is the coolest black man we know. You know what I'm saying? From playing uh Stringer Bell to being, you know what I'm saying, the greatest black father in the Tyler Perry movie to being the goddamn all-seeing eye in Thor. I mean, the, uh, I'm sorry, not Thor, the MCU. He he was the all-seeing eye in the MCU like how great is this nigga, man? Like this nigga has done it all. So I'm excited to talk about my guy. I'm I'm ready to get down to business. And then not only that, I also want to say, fuck TCU, fuck Georgia, and, and fuck <laughs> that other school that we play against because this was our year to win a national championship. I'm an Ohio State fan. Everybody that don't know, you know what I'm saying? Just to let you know, I'm an Ohio State fan, and this was our year to win a championship. And all these motherfuckers spoiled it for us. But that's not this pod. 
start the pod. I just wanted to get that <laughs> off my chest. Let's get to it, man. We talk about Idris Elba, the coolest black dude everybody knows. I want to damn near say almost the new Denzel. Damn, damn near. And then, like, yeah. one thing that you did not mention when you said that, mm-hmm. he has the best walk I've ever seen. I've never been jealous oh, of the, the way the somebody coolest. walks. This nigga is the coolest. He is the, he's the only person where it's like, damn, why can't I walk yeah. like that, man? He got like this, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It's like this different swag to it, man. He got the coolest yeah. walk of all time. Yeah. But like, you he know got like saying? that this older dude, black man walk, bro. But it but it's like, but it's cool though. Like, like yeah, when sure. we talk about for when sure. you say older man, like when you go back and you watch older movies from like the seventies and shit, I know what you're talking mm-hmm. about. Like you see, they, yeah. they had like a different, yeah. you know what I'm saying, a different swing mm-hmm. to it. Mm-hmm. And like he got like this, it's like it's undeniable. He could if if he put on like a full fledged suit, dude, and just have people Man. walk. Yep, that's him. <laughs> it's his album. He he yeah. got number four hey, on listen. his shoulder. Hey, yep. listen, I want this. Let me tell you what I want them to do. This is this is the only thing that I'm asking for uh, of Black Hollywood, right? I want them to make a fake black exploitation film like they did Black Dynamite, but I want them to make it with Idris Elba. Bro, Idris Elba would kill that shit, bro. I promise you, Idris Elba would murder that shit. If they could do that, I'm good for the rest of life, bro. Uh, he would He would definitely pull it off, man. Um, for sure. But, for sure. you know what I'm saying? Get get the uh, little particulars out of the way, man. You know what I'm saying? He's the only child you know what I'm saying? Raised in England, but his father is from Sierra Leone and his mom is from Ghana. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So he yes, is indeed. straight up African yes, as can be. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just raised in London. Well, this is this and, is uh, the this is the beauty about it though. And a lot of people, I'm not sure if people like kind of pay attention to that. The fact that his parents were immigrants, you know what I'm saying, from Africa to England. He mm-hmm. also got a chance to be a part of that um that that afro english culture which mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like you know we we see um a lot of people be a part of we see like drake is one of those people who kind of benefited benefited from that because even mm-hmm. in like canada they got that same kind of like afro uh, i don't want to say english but afro european culture to where like it's kind of mixed up but like you know what I'm saying, like Drake, you know what I'm saying, he was a part of like the whole top boy thing and stuff like that with mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, like Jamaicans and all the Afro Caribbean people are a part of, which also derives, you know what I'm saying, from the Afro European culture as well. So like yeah, he, he definitely is a part of all of that great culture as well. Yeah, he yeah, he definitely is. But like it's so it's so many different accents and so many different things going on in, in Canada. Mm-hmm. You know, I can see how Drake can be able to do the things that he does. And then, like, yep. um, but it's just, man, like, he attended school in, uh, in Channing Town where he began getting involved in acting and all that type stuff. And then mm-hmm. he gained his place in the National Youth of Music Theater. And, like, that's where, you know what I'm saying, you start to get the thing of where you can see how he became working in a nightclub under the name yep. DJ <laughs> Big Driss. You know what I'm saying? When he was 19. Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. Listen. Yo, Idris Elba as a DJ. Dude, he did a movie when he was a DJ. 
No, but he got he has an actual album. I mean, not an album, but he has an yes. actual song out that charted on Billboard. Yes. Yes. Yo, yo, yeah, yeah. Idris is the dude, bro. Idris is he the dude. He definitely the man. dude. Yeah, I get it. Yes, I, I get why the ladies are are fawning over him. Man, it, dude. For for him to be able to just the dude could just switch it up. He could just talk black, and then he could just talk yep. with his English accent, and it's just like, come hey, on, man! Like the shit is not genius. fair. Genius, genius, <laughs> it's, it's, yo! The nigga can be from fair, Mississippi yo. or London. Great, it's, it's amazing. It's, just, it's amazing. It's amazing. Like I understand, I understand why women. I understand why women. You know what I'm saying? Like, like literally, like they, they hearts just beat when they're around this dude. Because first off, he, the first time I ever seen Idris Elba right was on Tyler Perry's Daddy's Little Girl. I know a lot of people seen him on. Um, what's the what's the show? Uh, The Wire. They seen him on The uh-huh. Wire first. You know what I'm saying? They already knew who Idris was or whatever. My first time ever being introduced to Idris Elba was on Daddy's Little Girl. And when I first seen him, I was like, man, they got this black man going through all this other shit. Then the I'm just I'm I'm just you know what I'm saying going through it with him. This black man is working hard. This nigga's trying to work in the shop. He's trying not to get out. He's trying to get out the street. He's trying not to go back to the game. Next thing you know, I find out this nigga is from London. So here I am, I'm sitting here like, wait a minute, wait a minute. This nigga nigga don't know nothing about this life. You know what I'm saying? Like, he don't know nothing about this. And so when I finally hear his accent, I'm like, oh, this is cool as shit. Like, so for me, I am what they call a uh, Britophile. You know what I'm saying? Like anything English or whatever, I am into it. You know what I'm saying? We... We talked about the shows that, you know what I'm saying, they bring over from London or wherever on Netflix and Hulu and all that. Anytime it's an English show, yo, I am in it, especially when black people are in it because black people with an English accent to me is super fucking cool because that's just something that we can just get down. Like even me, you know what I'm saying, me and my brothers, we we talked about each other or whatever. We start doing it in English accent. That's just what we do, you know what I'm saying? And so the fact that I know that, you know what I'm saying, uh, he just Elba is over there telling people in it and bro and all that good stuff. That lets me know, like, yo, this nigga is really that man. <laughs> and so when I found out that he was there, I was like, man, that's super fucking cool. And then not only that, just the fact that he's so easily integrated and to be able to to acclimate into all the different black cultures over here in America, because we have multiple cultures, of course. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got the Southern, you got the Eastern, you got the Midwest, Western, you know what I'm saying? You got, like, different cultures of, in in all those cultures as well. And he's able to, like, grasp on all those without, like, you even knowing. So the fact that he played in Daddy's Little Girls and nobody even knew this nigga was British fucked me all the way up. And so seeing that, this that's is- what made me a fan of him in general. This is true, but I also think that one of the misconceptions I remember listening to uh, Daniel Kalula in the uh, in the interview. I think I think he was on a Breakfast Club, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. someone was speaking about him because I think that he was on the press tour for uh, Judas and the Black Messiah, and people were saying, you know, what do you think about people saying that you know you're not from here, you don't really know, you know, the whole flight of the Black Panthers. Well, experienced. Mm-hmm. Well, he's. I was gonna have a different point of view because he's across the pond. But 
Right. Like he was saying in there, he was like, yo, like we really deal with the same shit. It's just we just mm-hmm. deal with it for British mm-hmm. people. Like it's like we got right. our own ghettos. We you know what I'm saying? We deal with our own section of segregation. And cause he's like And if you seen that movie, you would have never known this nigga was from England, bro. If that was your first this is my thing. They they do so well, like Damson Idris, another example. They do so well of coming over here and, and being able to acclimate to our accent and our culture that if you would have never seen Daniel Kaluuya from anything else and you would have seen him from Judas and the Black Messiah or you would have seen him from Get Out, you would have never known this nigga was from motherfucking uh, England. You would have never known that Idris was from England, seeing him from Daddy's Girl or, or Damson from Snowfall. You would have never seen any of that. You would have never known because they do so well in just getting those accents down and then they just look like niggas from America. Yeah, like I didn't I didn't know and I'm trying to think the first time and and I'm pretty sure it was an interview. I'm pretty Mm -hmm. sure like I seen him in an interview and I'm like, whoa, absolutely. Are you kidding me? You know what I'm saying? And that's how I found out about a lot of people. But that came out the first movie that I can recall seeing him in actually came out the same year as Daddy's Little Girl. But I know I seen right. this movie first. I seen The Reaping first with him okay. and Hillary Swain. I okay. think that's the first time I ever seen because I didn't watch Wire till afterwards. Like until Wire had it was like this surge probably like in like 2018 or 19 where like the Wire just became like super popular like all over again. And like that's when I first watched Yeah, like right before COVID was hitting, everybody started getting back into watching the up. Yeah, so I didn't see the wire first. I actually seen him in the reaping first. And mm-hmm. then I ended up seeing like Daddy's Little Girl and, and things like that. And I was like, okay, man, this dude is pretty cool. But by this time, it's like, you know, when you look like I mean, dude, his 2007 was crazy. He had Daddy mm-hmm. Little Girl, the reaping. He was yep. in 28 weeks later, American Gangster. And this Christmas, all of those movies came out in 2007. Yo, you wanna know what's crazy? Now I gotta go back and rewatch 28 Weeks Later because him being I don't in remember that, him. I wanna, in that. Oh, I don't. He was a, he was a cop. He was he was a uh, he was a motherfucking he was the army guy. He was the one that called the strike uh, to kill all of the people. Remember? But did but this is what I'm saying. Did he have the the his English accent in that movie though? That's what I got. That's what I'm saying. I gotta go back and watch it because I don't remember him having an English accent in that movie. If he was in that movie, you know what? You're right. That part I don't remember. I remember he was the army guy. Yep. But I don't remember if he had the accent or not. And the first movie, I remember him. Oh my bad. Go ahead. No, no. I was just saying, like, see, like that's that's what that's that's how well he does. Like the fact that he can come over. And grasp these ink. Well, I can't say English accents because he has the English accent for us. But for him to come over and grasp these American accents the way he does, like with the ease, it's so good. And that and that's just a testament to how great of an actor he is as well. Like, yo, it's okay. So like for 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 American actors. For for a lot of people in general, just that's American. It's hard to be able to use an American accent, right? For people who mm-hmm. can do accents, 
that's probably one of the easiest accents that you could do. Like using the English accent is like the step to doing an Irish accent or a Scottish accent or you know what I'm saying anything else. So like a, a Russian or German or whatever. That's like the stepping stone to all the other accents is using that English accent because you get certain afflictions and you know what I'm saying like vibrations of the accent that you can use everywhere else. So for him to take that. And then come to America and be able to use the the accents from different regions because like in Daddy's little girls he's not talking like he's talking in um in a wire in the wire he's using the a Baltimore East Coast accent and even like for us as Americans it's hard to talk like somebody from Baltimore like unless you've been around people from Baltimore for long enough you wouldn't be able to say the you know say how they do the the two or the U or whatever. So like for them, R O O or like R O O's is like E U. You know what I'm saying? So that and for us to say two, they say two or whatever, like something like that. Or like perfect example. And and this is just from personal experience. So growing up in Dayton, I would say bro. I'd be like, hey bro, you know what I'm saying? What's up, bro? Or my first time going to Columbus, they don't say, like, I say, nah, you good, bro. But in Columbus, they say, nah, bro. Hey, bro. But they say, bro, different. It's, it's an affliction to their bro compared to the way we say it in Dayton. And we only, like, an hour away. So imagine mm -hmm. having to come from, you know what I'm saying, hours away to come from someplace, you know, to come to a Maryland or whatever and, and have to use that type of affliction or whatever. And, and use that same, you know, or, or use that jargon the way that they have to use it and have to learn that. So for me to have to learn it the way I had to learn it in Columbus, I can only uh, imagine how he had to learn it coming all the way over from England. So to me, that's why I think it, that's why I think he's so great. And that's why I think he's so good at what he does is because he was able to pick up on those things. And, and to me, I give credit to all those English actors who come over here and do that because it's like for me to be one hour away from somewhere and have to learn how they talk and, and to be able to mimic how they talk is hard as shit. So to be able to go from a whole different accent and a whole different lingo to be able to come over and use it the way they use it, that bro, I, I gotta I, I can't do nothing but give a round of applause to it. And then, like, even with that, like, to be well, okay. First, let me speak on that. So, this uh, mm -hmm. dancing interest was like the person that they used to give him that West Coast accent was Dub C. Yep. You know what I'm saying? The rapper Dub mm -hmm. C. He said that you know Dub C. He was like he was the person who really gave him that West Coast feel. And like I used to, um, when I used to be on my old route, there was a guy. That I used to uh like a place I, I went to this place every day. I delivered there and I picked it up there every day. And so the guy said that his sister lives in Philadelphia and his sister used to work on the cast of uh How to Get Away with Murder. And I was like, yeah. really? He was like, Yeah, he was like, she's the person that gives them like the Philly accent of like what people in Philly talk like, what people in Philly, you know what I mean? All that type stuff. Cause he and I was like, Yo, I was like, that's crazy that your sister actually does that. He was like, yeah, like she worked with Viola and, you know, giving them like Philly slang and all types of stuff like that. So 
But even with that being said, to be able to not only be an actor, right? Like you have to put mm -hmm. your full emotions into what you're doing. And for you to stay in character, right. like actually get enraged in a whole totally different accent and don't because it's like you could you could easily be like you could get so caught up in a character. I can see how I'm pretty sure I wonder is there any outtakes of him, you know what I'm saying, like getting so into the part where he say some shit in that accent and be like, all right, okay, yeah. we gotta do it again. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, just like yeah, to yeah. yeah, to stay in character <laughs> in that, you know what I'm saying? When you when you gotta remember your lines, you gotta remember the accent, you gotta remember your mannerisms. Like there's there's a lot going into yep. that that a lot of American actors may not have to do. Now, don't get me wrong. There still are some... You want to know one person who really never changes their accent? No matter what movie they play in, Matthew McConaughey. He always sounds like he's from Texas. Well, he don't, like, it doesn't, that don't count. That don't, yeah, that don't count. Because we expect Matthew McConaughey to be like this red... Well, I don't want to say... Okay, so no, no disrespect, but... We expect Matthew McConaughey to be like this redneck hick every, every everywhere he goes because it's like at this point every like you said everything he does is hey y'all how you doing and uh, you know what I tell you something and it, we expect him to be that guy right the difference between him and Idris is Idris came through on an American accent and we didn't see him for English until he started doing interviews. So it's like to see him at first, he's just a regular dude, like on the wire. If you see him on the wire, he's just some nigga from Baltimore. You know what I'm saying? That, and that's why I said that. That's why I had brought up him, Damson, you know what I'm saying? Like you don't, you don't, uh, and Daniel, you don't see, see them in any other thing. Like you, if Daniel in Black Mirror, right? You see him with the English accent. You seen a black dude with the English accent. You like, oh, it's Black Mirror. Okay, cool. And then when you see him and get out, he's so comfortable with that accent and get out. It's like, okay, so maybe he just did the like. Cause even me, I could do an English accent and you wouldn't know the difference. And you'd be like, oh, but it's just a black dude doing the English accent. Unless I was just going around like, hey, loaf, you know how you doing? You know, it, it's. This is how we do this. It's, it's, it's really nothing. It, 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 this is how we talk every day. And then you'll be like, oh, shit, school just from England. I didn't never know. I just nigga from London. And you'll be like, oh. But to see that <laughs> to see that nigga naturally talking like that every time you see him, you'll be like, oh, this nigga really is from England. Like, yeah, this nigga really is from London. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it fucks you up because you just, you're so used to seeing black people on TV. And then... Finally, when you see a dude with an English accent, you like, oh, shit, this nigga is goddamn Highlander. Like, this nigga is James Bond. You know what I'm saying? Like, it fucks you up because you're not used to seeing black people with an English accent. Well, before before all this came through, you wasn't used to seeing Now, Now it's, it's commonplace. We used to seeing the black people with the English accents. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, before that, it was like we wasn't used to seeing black people with those English accents. And then even after... Uh, or even if that was the case, we would see black people maybe with an English accent, but if they did talk, they would speak from their native language, like like how you know what I'm saying, like how he's um part Sierra Leone and then part Ghana. 
it's like, well, you would expect him to speak with a African, you know what I'm saying, a Ghanaian or a Sierra Leone accent. And, you know what I'm saying, it's hard to know what those are because we don't usually see those every day. And so, like, if mm-hmm. he would have came out speaking, you know what I'm saying, like a Ghanaian person from, I mean, like an American person from Ghana and using that accent, we'd be like, well, that makes sense. But then, like, to see him speaking English is, like, so off because every time we see English accents, it's like Downton Abbey or fucking uh, Harry Potter or, or some medieval fucking movie that they throw at us. And it's like to see him talking like that is like, oh, shit, like Kingsman. To see Kingsman and then to see him talking like in Kingsman, you'd be like, oh, shit. But to see him talking in Thor, it's not off because we knew this nigga was from England and that's how they talk. You know what I'm saying? True. And the first time that I heard him speaking in his in his native tongue was Takers. Yes. You know what I'm yep. saying? Yep. Which came out in 2010. Yep. So it was just yep. like, and, and and I wonder why they went with that direction of like, all right, dude, you could just, you know what I mean, just speaking your regular accent. And they was and they actually put it into the script where they was like, yo, there's a there's a white guy and there's a black guy with with the English accent. You know what I'm saying? Like when right. they robbed that one bank and they and the, and one of the witnesses was like, one of them had an English accent. So mm-hmm. I just wonder like. When Which they is really genius for for a bank robbery, I'm not gonna lie. That's actually genius because then it points to the white dude. True, that, and, that then, and then if you it, then and if you could do it as well as you can, you could just yeah. do that shit, and they just looking for an English person. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you like so hey, that's just that. This it. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm with you. Yeah, I'm with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that's a that's a that's a pretty good way to, you know what I'm saying, to, to throw some people off, but okay, yeah, listen, wait, 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 wait. A... before you finish, before you finish, if I do happen to rob a bank, <laughs> it wasn't me. It was the English dude. That's all I'm saying, okay? Yeah, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Or or it was an African man. You just know that. Okay. I got you. We we just made sure we made that clear. <laughs> But uh, yeah. Well, oh, but the, yeah, but to finish that one point, the only reason I brought up yeah. Matthew McConaughey because, like, for instance, right, he played White mm-hmm. Boy Rick's dad in that White Absolutely. Boy Rick movie. Yep. That was in Detroit. He still sounds yeah. there. So it's just Absolutely. like, but you, he, you, he he Texas to the core though. That's what I'm saying. But like, he's English to the core. Like, come on, like, switch your voice. No, up, man. but see, this is this is what I'm saying. Like, when we see Matthew McConaughey, right. For him to be in Detroit, and then this is what I'm saying: for him to be in, De- for him to be Matthew McConaughey in Detroit, we would expect for Matthew McConaughey to sound like Matthew McConaughey with a kid that had it. I mean, with somebody. I mean, he had a kid that sounded like he was from Detroit. We don't expect fucking Idris Elba to come over here from London, England, to fucking have a kid and sound like whatever they sound like, and he sounds like. Fucking Baltimore. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's kind of <laughs> off. That's what I'm saying. That's kind of off. I, I would get it if Matthew McConaughey was like, hey, y'all. And then his son be like, man, what'd it do, though? I'd be like, all right, respect. If fucking, <laughs> if fucking, he just ever came over here and was like, hey, y'all. And then his son was like, what'd it do, though? He'd be like, wait a minute, nigga. <laughs> nah, that ain't good. You know what I'm saying? That's the thing. Something that's right. what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah, but uh, but man, looking at this man, he was able to, which you know, I'm pre I'm pretty sure he appreciated that he was able to do yeah. his regular accent back to back movies. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. His next movie was Thor, so yeah. he was able to keep his accent. You know what I'm saying from back to back movies. So I'm pretty sure he appreciated that as well. Yeah. But like, man, when you really look at his lineup, first of all, he has 106 credits. Huh? But like, yes. He has 106 acting credits. And for him to have done some of the movies that he have done, like like you said, is he like the modern day Denzel? When Wait, when I step there, back, yo, when that time span? Dude, that time span, he, that's that's a short time span for him to have that many credits. That's what I'm saying. And like, dude, there are some bangers in there. And there's mm -hmm. some there's some underrated movies like 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 uh, losers. Yep. The losers. That shit was good. Yep. You know what I'm saying? That was a really good ass movie. And it was a lot of people in there, man. Uh, Zoe was in there. Uh, my dude to play Megan. He yep. was in there. Yep. Like it was yep. like it was a really really good movie. And he did that the same year as Takers. And like he's like what I like about interest is he's able to be an action star, a sex symbol, in a drama movie, a romantic movie. Like, he, he really could do it all. And, like, for you to say, like, what you said earlier in the podcast where you said, you know, he's our James Bond, it's like, for me, yeah, I remember the talk. All of that shit's cool. I get all of that. But for me, mm -hmm. I don't need James Bond. He's my fucking Luther to me, okay? Luther is his own James Bond. He's his own <laughs> motherfucking superhero. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm telling y'all right yeah. now. Yeah. Like, Luther is 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 one of the best fucking TV shows to ever hit screen. Fuck what everybody else talking about. BBC, Absolutely. baby. Like, Absolutely. For for yep. for that show to be what it is, it's like, and I mentioned this on the last episode that we did. You know what I'm saying? They got the movie coming out in March. And dude, mm -hmm. like that's that's the one thing that I'm looking forward to the most of what's coming out this year. Is is that is mm -hmm. that movie and probably is that movie and the new Evil Dead movie. Like those are the two movies that I'm like, yo, I cannot wait till this fucking shit come out. But like that's that's my James Bond for me, is him playing, you know what I'm saying, Absolutely. DCI John Luther. And for that mm -hmm. show to be what it is and be what it's about, it's it's everything that America loves. You know what I'm saying? We all love like yeah. these little serial killers, like 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 we love that shit. But I, I don't know if it's because no 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 wait wait it's everything America loves times two because we love the 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 murder mystery and we also love the fucking Anglophile shit. You know what I'm saying? Like. For us to watch, um, uh, uh, um, oh shit, it just escaped my mind. What's the what's the movie? Uh, what's the show with the English people in the medieval? Um, Bridgerton. Uh, for us to oh. love Bridgerton, you know what I'm saying, the way we do, and then for us to love murder mysteries the way we do, for them to collide into what Luther is, is is, I mean. 
the fact that Luther is not one of the top shows on Netflix is crazy as shit to me. Because the first season in itself is fire. Like CSI, Law and Order, and all them shits. Imagine all that shit mixed in together and then put an English accent on it. That's what Luther is to me. Like Ray Donovan, all that shit. Uh, what's the what's the one with the dude on where he was uh he was a serial killer, but he was helping serial killers. Oh, he was helping to find the serial killers. His um, brother was a cop or whatever. Um, are you talking about um? You're not talking about Dexter, are you? Yeah, Dexter, yeah, like Dexter, CSI, Law and Order, all them shits. You mix all them together, put an English accent on it. To me, that's what Luther is. Yeah, like Luther is. I'm I'm rewatching this shit for like the fourth time, dude. Like I fucking love that show. It's it's one of the best. It's one of the best shows I literally ever seen. And for him to lead it the way that he does, but also you have the whole thing of like the like all of these psychological pro, uh, crimes, and for him to be going through. It's like it's also a mixture of everything that you said, but also a mixture of if y'all ever seen the movie Out of Time with Denzel Washington. It's like he's always on like this time schedule where it's like he's trying to solve a crime, but he has a personal thing that's going on at the same time. And it's just like there's constant chaos. There's constant sitting at the edge of your seat, constant heart beating. It, it's, it's everything that you want in the show and for them to have the movie to be coming out to really give this movie the, the closing of the chapter and I don't, I don't really know who I did it was but I like how they did it as far as like they did it just like the Ray Donovan thing where you know what I'm saying that when Ray Donovan had a pretty good ending but at the same time, for them to be like, yo, let's cross all the T's and dot all the I's to come with this Luther movie. Right. I think I think that this Luther movie, I think it's gonna, mm-hmm. I think it's gonna do well. I think it's really gonna do well. I, I just really think that he is a superhero in his own right. So for him mm-hmm. to not really do the whole James Bond thing, for me, like yeah. John DCI John Luther is my is my James Bond. So it's like I don't really need mm-hmm. it. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I get it. I remember the people that was making like the the arguments of like the one thing about James Bond is for the missions in the rooms that James Bond be going into, they say that he go in kind of unnoticed. You know what I'm saying? Because he kind of fit in with the crowd. And they was like, for Idris Alba to be, you know what I'm saying, a 6'2 black dude in all of these white rooms, he would stand out like a sore thumb. I, I've heard that argument. Before. Absolutely. I've heard it. So it's Absolutely. just like, you know what? That does kind of I mean, make sense. Two black dudes are going to stand out, though. But I mean, come on. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, so it, it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it kind of, it kind of makes sense. But at the end of the day, it's just like, I guess because I'm in this realm and I've, I've watched Luther as many times as I watched it, it's like we, we got our James Bond. Um, but also, man, mm-hmm. for him to be mm-hmm. in like, you know what I'm saying, a movie that we done on here, you know what I'm saying? Prometheus. Like, yep. That movie. That movie was dope. And then like the way he was the only one to get skins in the whole movie. You know what I mean? 
He the only one. I mean, of course. No, 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 no. I'm lying. I'm lying. The couple. The one couple did. No, I forgot about that. That don't Uh, that don't count. They they're a couple. Yeah, because that was a couple. couple. That don't count. Yeah. They're supposed to yeah. He was only he was only single one to get skins with the captain at that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like this is this is my thing. This is my thing, right? Like, okay, so you know what I'm saying? Like uh, this is I get it, you know what I'm saying? A, a lot of people, you know what I'm saying, basically complained about him being James Bond or whatever. They they was talking about James Bond supposed to be white or whatever, whatever. My thing is this. You got a dude who is a heartthrob, not just to America, but just around the world. Ladies love Idris Elba, man. Why would mm-hmm. you not want him... Out of all people, you had Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig also, in his own right, was a heartthrob. Why would you not want Idris Elba, out of all people, to be fucking James Bond? This is the coolest motherfucker on the planet. Not just the coolest nigga on the planet, the coolest motherfucker on the planet. Why would you not want Idris Elba to be a goddamn James Bond? You think Idris Elba can't whoop somebody's ass? If anybody, we looked at Idris Elba like, yo, he beat the shit out of somebody. Daniel Craig? I looked at him like, all right, man, he had a few moves. If if Idris Elba went on there and whooped somebody's ass, it would be no doubt that Idris Elba could beat the shit out of somebody. Idris Elba looked all the bit of 38. Like, he's in his prime. It looked like he in his prime all the time. He could be 60. He looked like he was in his prime. Give Idris Elba his credit, man. Let that man be James Bond. Let him go out there and shoot people and whoop people's ass. Let him, you know what I'm saying, bang on a few of the baddies. What's the problem? Why can't you just ever get out there and be 007? What is the problem with that? Look, I I hear you, and I and and I love the you know devil's advocate thing because look, we seen him, and I mean, look, I don't know if everybody's seen this. I I'm just all over the place. Like I seen him in Rock and Roller, I seen him in Losers. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I seen him, yep. and he he fought a little bit, um, and um. And Thor, you know what I'm saying when it when it when they let him do it in the MCU. No, 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 fuck, fuck, hey, bro, fuck all that. He beat up the Rock and he beat Jason Statham's ass. Well, yeah, but that was that. Yeah, yeah, I was I was getting there, but I'm saying like we seen him in these roles, so we yeah. know that he can yeah. do. Yeah. So on, man, I just I, I I guess I'm just to the point of like with 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 that with him already having. Luther, like that's his own James Bond movie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now I know yeah. that having that 007 tag would kind of really take him to that next level. But to me, I I yep. just don't think that he I don't think he needs it. And I think that he, even he feels like I, I agree. I agree. I think I think he feels I have my own thing going on. And like I, I just it's not something that I really like need need. But like like Idris, right. man, like he he just I honestly do believe that he is like because when when you when you look at like Denzel being the age that he is, Sam being the age that he is, mm-hmm. Morgan being the age that he is, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. Idris is younger that he's younger than those guys. And I think that Mm-hmm. He, I think it's honestly, I think it's him and Jamie Foxx. 
because 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 they're around the same age and what their resumes are and what they do both of them are very versatile now now maybe Idris isn't necessarily playing like a a comedic part but right he could be he could give you funny moments but it, it's just like when when you Absolutely. look at all the things i mean dude he's listen man this dude this dude is in the MCU, right? He goes over. He's in the D. He and he and well, DC he wasn't. He wasn't. He was in the MCU. He was in the MCU. Yeah, because he died in the last one. Yeah. Okay. So then he jumps over DC. He did. He do the Suicide Squad joint, right? This motherfucker's also uh-huh. in the fucking Star Trek shit. Uh-huh. He's in. He's in Finding Dora. Like this motherfucker, he's in everything, and then he 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 also he got to get in Star Wars. He got to get in Star Wars. We need him in Star Wars. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bullshit now. I'm making a I'm making a campaign right now, ladies and gentlemen. If you are Star Wars fans listening to this, like I am, we need Idris Elba in the Star Wars universe. I'm sorry, we need him in it. We need him in it now. We need him in it. If we never needed anybody else. We need Idris up in the Star Wars universe because everybody in Star Wars talks like they're from England. I don't know how that worked out. I don't know how it happened. You know what I'm saying? The only person that don't talk like that is Darth Vader. But we need Idris Elba in the Star Wars universe. That shit will fit perfectly. I will tell you, you may get it. I'm going to tell you why I say that. Mm-hmm. You know, John mm-hmm. Boyega said he turned down. They asked him to come back to do that one role that he did. You you know better than I do. I don't remember which one yeah. he was in, but yeah. um, I, uh, he turned it. Yeah, he turned it down. He was like, you know, he just you know done with doing it. Maybe he could be an older version Yo. of that character. Yeah, I was just about to say, I was just about to say Idris Elba as the older version of him. Oh my God, let's go him him and like we find the older version of Ray. Let's go. I'm with it. Let's go. I'm with it. See? Let's do See? let's I'm do 10, saying. 11, 12. Let's do 10, 11, 12. Let's do Star Wars 10, 11, 12 with Idris Elba. Let's get this. Idris, if you're hearing us here at, at Viewers Anonymous, we are campaigning for you to do Star Wars 10, 11, 12. We don't care what, uh, 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 what, what role they give you. If they give you the role that John Boyega had, let's do it. You know what I'm saying? We've we seen uh, Juan Carlo Esposito in here, you know what I'm saying, at, at, on The Mandalorian. You know what I'm saying? Maybe he could he could play a role in that. I mean, let's, let's do it, man. Why not? Why not? Because to me, I feel like the the one the one universe and the one multiverse that plays a perfect role in getting you know what I'm saying characters of color and and black characters at that giving them their just dudes and giving them the role Star Wars they have they have everything you're looking for not only do they have aliens they got niggas in there too you know what I'm saying <laughs> you can't be mad at that the 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 main villain out of everybody in there. Okay, we lost my guy Scoots. But y'all know me and him, that's one thing that we always got into it about when it comes to this podcast is because 
I've never seen any of the Star Wars movies. And the only Star Wars movie that I saw was Rogue One. He forced me into watching it. Now we got him back. So finish your thought. I didn't force you. Thank you. Thank you. I, <laughs> I got kicked out real quick. But I'm just saying, I, maybe, I don't know. I don't know who it was that kicked me out for saying that Idris Elba should be in the Star Wars. But I said it again. Star Wars, get it together. Uh, episodes 10 through 12, put Idris Elba in it as the older John Boyega character. Let's make it happen. He's the older Stormtrooper character that got away. You know what I'm saying? John, uh, I'm sorry, Juan Esposito. Uh, Juan Carlo Esposito was in it. You know what I'm saying? My man was in If y'all don't know who Juan Carlo Esposito was, he was also one of the main characters in School Days. You know what I'm saying? He's been there since, you know what I'm saying? Black was black. I mean, look, look. Let's do this, man. Let's get these black characters into Star Wars. You know what I'm saying? We've always had them in Star Wars. This is what this is what the creator of Star Wars wanted. I'm not going to say his name. Because if I say his name, I might get kicked out again because I got kicked out for saying that, that <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying. All I'm saying is this. Let's do this. Let's make it happen. This will be great. This will be something that people of Star Wars will love. And I mean, who the fuck is going against Idris Elba? Nobody dislikes Idris Elba. The ladies love Idris Elba. Put him in the shit, man. Come on, let's go. Give him his credit. Let him go ahead and do his thing. I wouldn't be surprised if if Idris Elba was doing the voiceovers, doing some of the voiceovers in some of the DC animated movies. Like, this is what we need, man. We need him in more of these fictional stories. Like, this dude has done it all. Let him get into more of these stories, man. We need him. Idris Elba is the fucking man. Yeah, he's definitely the man. And he also gives back to his country. You know what I'm saying? He played mm -hmm. Mandela along Walk to Freedom. He yep. also played in um, Beast of No Nation. That's another film that he did. He also um, played in Beast. That and also he had a, a miniseries, Gorilla. I watched. Uh, I watched that. Um, that was that was a wild ass show. What but was like, Gorilla man, this, about? It was like these. Um, oh man, I don't remember it vividly, but like, like these people was like. It was during a protest, and like these people was like they were trying to stop. Well, I, no, he was on the other side, but like these people was trying to like stop like these bombings. Like they was going around, like there oh, was okay. some people doing okay. like these like bombings because it was during yeah. like this protest. You know, yeah. it was a whole it was a whole political thing. Because I, I can tell you what Beast was about. Beast was about Idris Elba punching the fuck out of lion. Yeah, I can tell you that Idris Elba punched the lion. And if he could punch a fucking lion, this nigga could stop the goddamn uh, Rebel Alliance from getting, you know what, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what they wanted. This nigga punched a fucking lion, ladies and gentlemen. No, okay? You, On film. And you, you want to know what else he did? He what fought, did he do? He fought in, uh, in the mountain between us. He fought like a mountain lion. You know what this saying? nigga has fought all the big cats. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, let me tell you something. Idris Elba punched a fuck. I'm talking about a straight right hook to the lion's jaw. You know what the lion did? Nothing. The lion took that shit. He dozed back and he attacked him again, but not as strong as he did the first time. Because Idris Elba is that nigga. Because Idris Elba is no hope. 
That's what I'm saying, man. Get this nigga his credit. He punched a fucking lion for his daughters, man. Dude, what more dude, does he need to do on film? Hey, hey, I tell you what he <laughs> did. He, he survived a winter storm in the mountains with a white woman. And 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 this nigga was the all seeing eye in the MCU. This nigga can see everything. This nigga told Thor, "Hey, man, look, your bitch is good." That's what he told Thor. <laughs> your bitch is good. Yo, she all right. She all right. You fucking around, Thor. Go do your thing. Your bitch is good. Man, Idris Elba is that nigga, man. Idris Elba is the guy that we all aspire to be. This nigga can see everything in the universe. He said, I can see it all at one time, and I can see it all happening. And I can change it if I want to. I'm not going to change it, but I can see it if I want. You know what I'm saying? If I want to change it, I change it. But I can see it all happening at one time. Get this nigga Idris Elba his fucking credit, bro. This nigga is the fucking man, bro. Come and on, then, man. We got to start giving this nigga his credit. And then he was able to do his guilty pleasure movie. I, I didn't talk to this man, but I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. he didn't want to do this for a long time with Turn Up Charlie. You know, he was the mm-hmm. creator and one of the writers of that show. He actually played a DJ. So I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure he really enjoyed doing that movie. That movie came, well, it was actually a mini series um, that came out in 2019. So mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he had fun doing that movie because. Like I said, he he was a DJ at 19 years old. Oh no! Wait, 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 whoa, 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 whoa! We not doing even ever his credit. We not we not giving him his credit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Because I just thought of this when you say he was doing. I'm sorry. I just thought of this. Idris Elba, okay, was married to Beyonce in the movie. Yes, and that's and, and 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 he had an affair with a white woman. Yeah. But, but he chose his black queen. He chose his black queen. <laughs> Hold up, wait a minute. That ain't fair. That ain't what? fair. Let me play devil's advocate here. Oh, uh, play it, play it, play it. This bitch was crazy. As she okay? was. As she was. Okay. And you wanna know what Beyonce you... did? You wanna know what Beyonce did? She fought for Idris Elba. You wanna know why? Because he's fucking Idris Elba. <laughs> that lets you know how cool this nigga is. The fact that Beyonce had to fight for this nigga in a movie, bro. We talk about Beyonce, the queen bee, the, the queen of all this shit. She had to fight for Idris Elba. She had to fight a whole white woman. You know how hard yeah, it is for a black she, woman? She, you know how hard it is put, for a black woman to fight a white woman, bro? Yeah, but she put him out. Did she? Yeah, remember he had to come over and, and, and be, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, pick his yeah, son up, yeah, go to yeah, the park and bring him son, back? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. And then it's, here come this here come this lonesome ass white woman. Oh, you can come, you can hang with me. Did she accept the son? No, she accepted him. Why? Because she wanted the black wing. And then Beyonce was like, Nah, fuck that bitch. Get my shit back here. And Beyonce, she went through the goddamn attic and everything else, and she <laughs> that white woman ass. But Idris Elba, Idris Elba is a fucking man. She Beyonce never fought that hard for Beyonce, uh, for Jay Z, bro. She never fought that hard yeah. for Jay Z, but she did it. <laughs> Yo, she that did was. It. A... <laughs> she did it for fucking. She did it for Idris Elba, <laughs> and Idris Elba got enough respect out of Beyonce. You know what I'm saying? To beat this white woman ass. That's all I'm saying, bro. Yo, that, that was saying. a. That was a wild ass movie, yo. Like, <laughs> now, it was so funny. What was funny? Now, what was funny was 
Now, this is what people seem to forget. Yeah. How he met Beyonce in the first place. How she was a secondary. A secretary. Mm-hmm. And then she's telling me. You gotta find that you gotta find that secretary like that. I mean, come on. So, but yeah. but she yeah. told him he can't yeah. have no female secretaries. And then all of a sudden this white temp come in mm-hmm. and she was already on edge from the mm-hmm. very beginning. She's like, nah, As I don't like this be. bitch. As she should be, because Hillary wasn't it Hillary Swank? No, Ali, Ali, uh, Ivy Lauder. Ali, Ali, uh, Ali, Ali. um, mm, mm, mm. Ali Lauder. Yeah. Yeah, Ali came in. She was like, hey, Beyonce, I got a competition for you. And Beyonce was like, drunk bitch, get the fuck out of here. You got me fucked <laughs> up. Beyonce won't play no games over fucking Idris Elba. That's why Idris Elba is Idris Elba, because this nigga was married to Beyonce in the movie. And he beat the shit out of the white woman for for Beyonce. That's what I'm saying. Who does not love each other? You feel me? Hey, you wild. <laughs> hey, well, am I lying? Did, no. did they not? Did they not jump that white woman? They jumped the fuck out of that white woman, bro. Yeah, that that was funny. They jumped that, that white woman. Funny. That's all I'm saying. Beyonce and each other jumped Ali Larder, and they said, "White woman, get your ass out of here. We not having this." Black power, black love, black, black, <laughs> all that, all that, all that black shit. Get Ali Larder the fuck out of here because we not having that. Ain't no white woman gonna come in between our black love. That's all I'm saying. And Beyonce was with that movie. She was like, oh, I get to beat the shit out of a white woman for for each other. That's what I'm saying. She never did that for Jay Z. That's what I'm saying. Well, I'm glad she didn't because let me say, let me say this. Me too. Me too. Yo, <laughs> me too. Look, don't get me wrong, man. I love. Listen, I love Beyonce. That was hilarious, bro. I do. Yeah, but I, <laughs> she can't act, yo. I'm sorry. Nah, add, <laughs> add, add, sorry. add all. She said, she said, you gonna take my black man? That's basically what she said. Hey. Yo, but she can't act for shit. No, but she's great. She though. is. A, she was the same person that she was in Austin Powers. Like she can only be Beyonce, dude. Like, Yo, no. I got a I got a great idea. And this is off the rails. We're going off the rails real quick, ladies and gentlemen. Look, put Beyonce in new age black exploitation film. And you'll never have a problem with her. Well, she's the new coffee. Absolutely. Did you not see her in Austin Powers? Yeah. She when when she bust through the when she bust through the thing, it was like sugar. I was like, oh yeah, that's perfect for her. <laughs> <laughs> so, man, did, did you see that new thing on uh Netflix? Um since you talk about cause you know brought up black exploitation films a few times. Um yeah. is this I think it's called Is This Black Enough or something like that? Yep. I heard, I heard about it. I gotta watch it. Yeah, I, I haven't watched it yet, but I am gonna watch it. Yeah, I heard that I, shit I was fire, it. bro. Yeah, I heard yeah, that it, was fire, bro. it was good, yeah. bro. It was good. It was good. Yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah, like man, this dude, he he got so many bangers under his belt. Like you mentioned, man, in the Fast and the Furious, Hobbs and Shaw, this motherfucker was a straight up machine. I mean, this nigga was <laughs> the ultimate movie. villain, bro. He was the he ultimate was. villain. Yo, he just Elba as the ultimate. How do you okay? So listen, listen. We all know who the Rock is. We all know we all know who Jason Statham is. But when you put Idris Elba as the villain in this movie, the ladies didn't give a fuck about the Rock. 
we all know what the rock looked like right we we all know mm-hmm. what he looked like in the gym and all this nobody cared about the rock they was like don't you hurt I've, I've seen women on twitter say don't you hurt Idris elba before the movie came out that's all Dude. i've seen that's all i've seen they said the rock don't touch Idris elba i seen them at both of them and i said you know what Idris elba is that nigga man i'm gonna tell you how hard he was in that movie mm-hmm. we all seen the rock and how he's the action star and all of that stuff we all seen jason statham and what he has done and all, you know, the Transporter movies, all of the movies, right? Idris Alba was so dope in this movie. He was so good to where he's fighting Hobbs and Shaw at the same time, right? And they master plan to be able to try to at least get a hit in on this dude is one of the other dudes had to take a hit just to hit him. So it's like Shaw had to take a punch to the jaw just for Hobbs to punch him one time in the head and then vice versa. That's how good and that's how dope this dude was as the villain in Hobbs and Shaw. And I'm pretty sure everybody don't know this, but like there was a lot of controversy I would say that come along with that movie because Tyrese was beefing um what's my man name Ben Diesel he was beefing because they felt that them doing a spinoff of this movie that this like the whole Fast and the Furious thing is supposed to be like this family thing where like everybody is kind of doing all the films all together and everybody's making money at the same time and all of this and it got to a point where The Rock and who was it? The Rock and Vin Diesel, they couldn't basically really even film uh, together anymore because they got into their whole little beef. And then there was a social media beef that Tyrese had kind of started where he was just like, yo, like we supposed to be a family. It's supposed to be about us. But The Rock came in. He's trying to run shit and trying to make it about him. I don't necessarily know how this whole thing really happened. I don't know if The Rock is actually to blame for what was going on with these films, but, you know, some of the things that I was hearing was the fact that Vin Diesel was kind of... People were saying that he was becoming uh... Oh, man, what's my man name in that? Uh, Dom. Dom, Dominic Toretto. Like, they said he was basically becoming Dominic Toretto and he was just really going to the extreme with the whole thing. But Idris Alba, man, like, you know, we've seen him in so many movies, so many bangers. And for him to always find a way to stand out, like for him to to really bust on the scenes with The Wire and The Wire being an HBO show, being what The Wire was, and for him playing Stringer Bell, where he is the, the educated guy who is a drug dealer, but he is trying to get his other trying to get his partner to see the vision that he has like yo like let's start making our escape out of this game and for his partner to be like yo this is what it is this is what we do and for this show to become what it was i think that the reason the wire had to run that it had was because of what happened afterwards like the wire to me is all 2020 vision 
because it was the fact of we seen so many stars who wasn't stars at the time because it just absolutely Apple wasn't he wasn't who he was at the time of the wire. Absolutely. Um, um, Michael B. Jordan wasn't what he was until Michael after K. the wire. Um, him, um, Wood Harris, Snoop, Snoop, yeah, Snoop became a star. Yeah. Um, not you know, Snoop Dogg, y'all. Not Snoop Dogg, y'all. Yeah, it was, the, it was the, another the, person named Snoop. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know what I'm saying? Even Dominic West, like when mm-hmm. he ended up becoming after the show. So this was a, a a 2020 vision type of show. Like it wasn't as popular when it was out. Wendell right. Pierce. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When yeah. he became shout out to Wendell afterwards. Pierce for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So like that I think that's what it was with that. But like even with that being said, like he always found a way to stand out in every film that he does. And uh-huh. it's just he he is really like our generation of Denzel Washington. He's our generation of Denzel Washington. Even though Denzel's still out here doing his thing, he got he got Absolutely. man, this dude is still got equalizer three coming out. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he's still yeah, doing okay, his okay, thing. Okay, 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 okay. No, 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 no. We're not gonna do that. Yo, Denzel equalizer three, he gotta have a counterpart to take his take his role, bro. Because we're not about to sit here and act like Denzel, as old as he is, is out here no. whooping people. I mean, yes. now, don't get me wrong. Yes. It's a such thing as old black man strength. But no. we have to we have to pass the torch, bro. Nope. We have to I'm pass gonna the torch. I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. Liam Neeson's still out here doing the 17th Taken movie. And nobody, nobody is believing <laughs> Liam Neeson is out here finding people in the fucking Ukraine and trying to find his fucking daughter in the goddamn Ukraine. Nobody's believing that. This is what I'm saying. Denzel Washington has a chance to break all that bullshit, bro. Listen, have a son, a, 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 a illegitimate son if you got to. I don't care. Have a son and, and, and teach this nigga the ways of the, of the goddamn warrior and have him out here uh, uh, clocking his watch and shit and whoop somebody's ass. Don't be like Liam Neeson, man. Nobody wants to see Liam Neeson out here fighting people. Liam Neeson was goddamn Qui-Gon Jinn. You know what happened to him? He got cut in half by Darth Maul because we knew Liam Neeson couldn't hang with the goddamn Sith. This is what I'm saying. Star Wars got it right. Cut that nigga in half and put him down in a hole. Nobody cares about Liam Neeson. That's all I'm saying, bro. That's all I'm saying. Liam Neeson shouldn't be as strong as he is in these goddamn taking movies. These Russian motherfuckers is out here shooting guns and doing everything else, getting whooped on by Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson should not be able to whoop on a nigga with a Tech 9. That's all I'm saying. If a Tech 9 is in place, Liam Neeson should have been shot seven times at least. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm saying, bro. You know what I'm saying? Now, Denzel, I can I can see if Denzel whoop on a nigga with a Tech 9. That's not, that's, that's not something out of the ordinary, you know what I'm saying? Because Denzel's a black man. Black men can can move from bullets. That's what we that's what we tend to do. You know what I'm saying? We tend to be able to move away from bullets when we in open space. That's what the matrix is about. All I'm saying is this: pass it down, Denzel. Pass it down to somebody. It, I don't give a damn if it's if it's if it's John David Washington. Put him in there. All I'm saying is put somebody in place for the next equalizer. If you doing the equalizer, be a sensei to the next nigga. That's all I'm saying. Don't be don't let Denzel go out here, you know what I'm saying, risking his life as 
as a 78-year-old man, you know what I'm saying, fighting niggas who got guns. Because that's not cool. We're we not going to do that. We ain't going to act like it ain't a Michael B. Jordan. We ain't going to act like it ain't a, a John Boyega or Daniel Kaluuya or, or Damson Idris or fucking, what's the, what's the one nigga that play Easy e That nigga could be an action hero. I don't give a oh, fuck who man. it is. Let it be another black person to take the equalizer spot and, and move this story along. We could have Michael B. Jordan out. I don't give a damn if Michael B. Jordan go out there and be the next equalizer. Somebody got to be an equalizer besides Denzel Washington. Pass the torch, bro. Pass the fucking torch. Because we tired of Denzel Washington setting his watch before these niggas say, hey, we going to whoop your ass. Ain't nobody giving time for you to set your watch. First off, it's a regular fucking watch. It's not even an Apple watch. Give him an Apple watch if you're going to do that. If you're going to give him, you know what I'm saying, time to set time, give him an Apple watch. It only take two swipes, you're good. You know what I'm saying? Come on, bro. What are we talking about? What are we talking about? What are we talking about? That's all I'm saying, man. But I will say this, though. I will say this. Um, To put Idris Elba in, you know what I'm saying, these action roles and and to have them and, and to have him do these things, that these action heroes are doing. I mean, we still, like you said, you know what I'm saying, perfect example. We still got Steven Seagal doing these things. We still got John Claude Van Damme doing these things. I mean, they made a whole fucking movie about all these old action heroes and the Expendables, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and, they, and they made a movie about the. I mean, so we can still have, you know what I'm saying, Idris Elba doing these. Uh, Idris Elba got to be younger than all these niggas because these niggas is old as shit. If they don't, if they not old as shit, and they maybe his age, they look old as shit. Idris Elba still looks all of thirty eight. Let this man go out and play a thirty eight year old nigga and, and go out there and whoop somebody's ass. You True. Know what I'm Ain't nothing wrong with that. I'm not mad I'll at that you. at all. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that at all. Let him go out there and do his thing. Let him go out there and, and, and whoop on some people, do a couple roundhouses, do a couple sweet chin musics, or whatever he got to do. I'm with it. But the thing is, let's just make it believable. Let's just make it, you know what I'm saying, honorable to where we look at Idris Elba in the light of him not being on some bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like, we've seen a bunch of people going to these uh, quote-unquote kung fu movies to where we was looking at them, we was like, ah, that nigga ain't doing kung fu. Perfect example, Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal got a whole goddamn YouTube video where he was flipping niggas over, and all he was doing was flicking his wrist. Nigga, you're not flicking nobody over with your wrist that easy. Come on, man. What we talking about? This ain't real. We know this ain't real. We know this ain't real, bro. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Now, if we put if we put Idris Elba in these situations, let Idris Elba look like he's actually whooping somebody's ass. Let's make it believable. Let's make it honorable. You know what I'm saying? Let's show him the love that he deserves to be shown. And let's give him his proper credit because he deserves it at this point. You know what I'm saying? They didn't get him a 007. That's cool. Let's make him something else. If we want to make him a secret assassin or make him a secret spy, let's let's make that. You know what I'm saying? You got you got Will Packer. You got everybody out here who, you know what I'm saying, who could do that same thing. You got, you know what I'm saying, um, what's the dude that made Black Panther? 
Uh, 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 Ryan Coogler. Ryan Co- Ryan Coogler could do something for him. Let's we got like Spike Lee to make a motherfucking movie for fucking Idris Elba. It it don't matter. Let's just make something for you know what I'm saying this black man who deserves to be you know what I'm saying in the presence of uh Spike Lee who deserves to be in the presence of uh uh West Gary Gray uh, man Samuel exactly come on man what are we talking about we got we got the producers out there you know what I'm saying Sam Jackson you know what I'm saying Morgan Freeman James Earl Jones yo Idris Elba deserves to be somewhere in the realm of these guys even if it's a tier below we he deserves to be somewhere in in that realm let's give him his grace let's go ahead and go you know what I'm saying and crown him and give him that even if we got to make a movie where you know what I'm saying this nigga is uh uh slicing people up with a sword or shooting niggas up with a gun who cares let's give him that action movie that he deserves that's all we saying Let's go ahead and crown this man and give him his credit. He's done what he has to do. He came over here. He got the goddamn English accent. He got the fucking American accent. Give him his credit. Let's give Idris Elba, Idris Elba his flowers right now. He deserves it, man. He deserves it. That's all I'm saying. He definitely does. And, and we'll mm-hmm. give him to him, man. This platform mm-hmm. will definitely give him the flowers he deserves. So, saying that we'll give him his flowers, let's go ahead and get him his flowers. You know what I'm saying? Let's go into our top three of Idris Elba, man. So, Idris Elba, top three. What are you giving him? His top three movies, bro. Okay, top and three shows, movies. And shows, and shows. And shows. Okay, so I am cheating with number three. I got a tie. I can't, I can't split this up. So, at number three, I got a tie between This Christmas, which is my favorite mm-hmm. Christmas movie, and Molly's Game. Listen, I fucking respect, love that movie. Man. Respect, respect. I love respect, that movie, man. Jessica Chastain murdered that, yes, man. If yes, Jessica Chastain no, yeah. walked up on yeah. me as Molly Bloom, it's over. All right? It, it, okay. I, I can't be so, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, my number two is Takers, man. I love Takers. Yep. Yep. Takers is one of the dopest movies ever. And my number one is is I mean we don't even need a drone roll because I, I say it too goddamn much, man. Luther, man, you know what I'm saying? DCI John Luther. That that is my number one movie show. Every anything involving him being Luther, that's my number one. It's just Albert show movie, whatever. Respect. Okay, so my number three, you know what I'm saying, is is a split between, like you said, Luther, you know what I'm saying, and Thor. You know what I mean? Those two. I mean Hey, Thor is how I got in. Excuse me. Thor is not how I got introduced to him, but Thor is one of the ones where he got to actually use his English accent, you know what I'm saying, and do his thing. I respect that. Luther, I mean, he was himself, of course, English accent. It was a BBC original. So I got to give him that. Um, And then I got to give him credit on Daddy's Girl. Daddy's Girls mm-hmm. to me was number two. That was his thing. That was, you know, saying everything you needed to be in there. Number one, even though I didn't see much of it, I seen some of it, and it's The Wire. The mm-hmm. Wire, I mean, it, it brought us Stringer Bell, man. Stringer Bell is, I mean, he, he is acclimated into the culture at Stringer Bell. If you ever seen the hood nigga who knows 
Idris Elba. They're not gonna say, "Hey man, that's Idris." They gonna be like, "Oh, that's Stringer Bell. That's fucking Stringer Bell. He's known to the hood as Stringer Bell." So you gotta give him credit, bro. You gotta give him credit as Stringer Bell. And those are my top three for Idris Elba. But I will give you this. I will give you this. Not I, I was about to say Stringer Bell because I got too too into it. <laughs> but but. Him in Molly's game and him in Daddy's Girl. Absolutely fantastic. He did his job. He done his job. I mean he he's done everything you needed him to do. You would have never known this nigga was from London. How would you know this nigga was from London? You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. come on, man. Come on, man. Um but no, respect to you know what I'm saying? Um, Idris Elba, shout out to him. He's done everything he's had to do. But before we continue further, we have to get into, you know what I'm saying, one of our segments. And one of our segments, of course, is the coming soon. And with coming soon, we have this. Let's go ahead and get into it first. Coming soon to own on video and DVD. So what do we got coming soon, brother? All right, so what we got coming soon is something I can't wait for you to see. Uh, we didn't get to do a doc last month because we did the whole Christmas thing. Mm. So we coming out with a banger. You know what I'm saying? With a banger of a doc. Um, yo, we got the Casey Anthony Where the Truth Lies. <laughs> yo. Uh, hey. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I'm laughing. I'm laughing because I want to tell everybody this, right? Okay. Because we, we don't get to tell everybody what goes on behind the scenes. So behind the scenes, I want to tell you this. This nigga Ezdai hit me up and said, yo, Casey Anthony is crazy, but she fine in the motherfucker. Okay? She fine in the motherfucker. And I said, you know what? I'm going to watch it just because you said she fine in the motherfucker. We had to watch We I, I had to watch it just to, just to confirm. And you know what? Nigga was right. Nigga was right. I ain't going to lie. I ain't going to lie. He was right. She all right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I get it. I get it. You know what I'm saying? She want to go out and kill some kids. I, I, I'm, I'm not with that, but if she didn't kill kids, she'd be all right. Hey, all I'm going to say is once you see all the evidence that's... Hey, listen. I am not <laughs> being biased. I'm just saying. No, he's not. We're going to talk not. about he's it. Definitely not. We he's gonna, definitely not. We, He's definitely no. We're going we to talk, talk about it, man. I, I think yeah. that this is a good doc to do, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, we haven't done one in a while. And and then for people that don't know, because we haven't said this in a while, like docs are, I told you one time I was nervous before one episode because our doc episodes usually are our highest played episodes. Absolutely. So sometimes I get a little nervous, but I think I think this one right here, I think this one. I think this one gonna be alright, man. So I think. Yeah, I think I'm definitely ready to do will, this. I think this one will cause some controversy, but if it does, that is a good thing because I will tell you this: as fine as he is, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying. Um, if 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 she had suitors, I don't think her dad would be as fucking uh uh, uh greedy and nasty. And 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 uh, interruptive as he was, you know what I'm saying? Because this is the thing, right? 
because in the black community we see something we be like, God damn, she bad, right? Mm-hmm. And the white community, they be like, ah, man, her ass is too fat. Ah, she got that, this, and she got that. They too picky. This is all I'm saying. As black men, we appreciate a woman for what she is. That's all I'm trying to say at the end of the day. <laughs> right? As a, as a black man, we appreciate a woman for what she is. She can have some huge ass titties. And we be like, you know what? She ain't got no ass, but goddamn, she got some titties. <laughs> or if she have a fat ass and no titties, we be like, goddamn, she got a fat ass. Or she can just be fine. It had none of the above. And we'd be like, you know what? She fine in the month. But Halle Berry walked around for the whole 90s with no titties and no ass. She got her titties done late, late, late in 2000. We ain't give a fuck. She was Halle Berry. <laughs> she was fine in the motherfucker. She just walked around just looking good. And we was like, you know what? Halle Berry is fine in the motherfucker. And Neil Long. <laughs> Neil Long ain't had shit. Neil Long was just fine. Regina King was just fine. All these motherfuckers just fine. We was just like, you know what? We fine with that. They just fine. And we just took them for what they were. And the, and, and the black community will take her as she is. And you know what? I think that once all is, is said and done, niggas going to be like, hey, Tessie Anthony, <laughs> she high. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, not man. funny. It's not funny. We're not making fun of, we're not making fun of what happened. But all I'm saying is, her pops could have did it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, look, we oh we definitely gonna deep dive into this. Um, yeah, for um, sure. This, uh, this upcoming this upcoming episode that's coming up. So yeah, I can't mm-hmm. I can't wait to really get into it into it because there's a lot of fishy shit around this whole situation. For sure, for sure, for sure. So y'all stay with us, man. Listen, we coming to y'all with another episode. Y'all get ready. Listen, if y'all like this episode, if y'all thought you know what I'm saying, it just help us. Ain't do what he was supposed to do. If y'all thought he was a quote-unquote Michael B. Jordan, like everybody else claims him to be, or if y'all thought, you know what I'm saying, he was just fine enough to get by. We don't give a goddamn. Hit us up on the social, on Instagram, on Twitter, at ViewAnonPod, or you can hit us up on Facebook at VA Pod Watch Group. Let us know. You know what I'm saying? We always open to take criticism, and we always open to, you know what I'm saying, get just ideas. We don't care, man. Hit us up. Um, if you want to hit me up personally, hit me up at Scoots Bronson on Twitter. I got a link tree in the bio. You can hit me up everywhere else there. And uh, Scoots, um, I better say Scoots Bronson, where you at? I'm sorry, S dot. Tell them where you at. So y'all can find me at S dot Foster Eight on Instagram and on Twitter at Twenty Eight Minutes or Less Pod. That's just on Instagram. Also check out the podcast on all major platforms. Twenty Eight Minutes or Less. Listen, I don't do this a lot. But the last episode I dropped, episode 111, you know what I'm saying, Hollywoodland, that is a movie that's based on a true story of the quote-unquote, I got air quotes, suicides of the first guy <laughs> to play Superman, George Reeves. There's a lot of, like, it's rude as a suicide, but there's a lot of evidence pointing that this motherfucking Eddie Maddox, who was the vice president of MGM back in the 30s, 40s, and 50s, he has something to do with this man being murdered. So y'all need to check out um, Hollywood Land on the Viewers Anonymous. Damn. On the 28 Minutes or Less podcast. Why you you looking confused? You never seen Hollywood Land? <laughs> no, but I'm about to go watch it because only Reeves I know is Christopher Reeves. So I'm about yeah, to he was the one it. he was the yeah, one that played the first. He played him in the fifties. I think fifty two right. to like fifty eight. 
And the crazy thing about paralyzed. No. This is this is the weird Christopher Reeves got paralyzed. Yeah, Christopher Reeves got paralyzed, yes. But George Reeves was shot. Oh okay, don't tell me no more. Don't tell me no more. Okay. I'm going back where can I watch it at? Um, you remember how I told you I got the stars subscription? Yeah, it's on it's on stars. Okay. Yes, it's on stars right now. So okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So uh, y'all go watch that. Also go listen to the podcast. Let me know what y'all think about it. I put in a lot of extra shit in there. Y'all know how I get. So go check that out on all major platforms. I'm gonna listen to the pod before I go and watch it, but I am definitely gonna watch it. And let, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you this: the things you don't find. On Viewers Anonymous, you can definitely find on 28 Minutes or Less because my man S. Dot does not stall on anything. When he says he wants to do a pod, let me tell you this. He does a pod. You hear me? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because it, let me tell you this. We had a 4-3. You know what I'm saying? We did a 4-3. He said, look, this ain't enough. I got to do another 4-3 because I got to get some on my chest. S. Dot is the pod. God, you hear me? I know I know Joe Button is a pod father, but S dot is the pod god. So listen, if if S dot tell you to go pay attention to a pod, go pay attention to it if and, and, and listen in and all that other good stuff. I'm about to go listen to it to myself and I'm about to go hit him up uh behind the scenes and be like, Hey man, you right or you wrong? I don't know yet, but I'm gonna listen to it. Make sure you go hit that twenty eight minutes or less up, please. Do that. That is definitely, um, you know what I'm saying, the thing that we need to do. And uh, if you like this episode, if you didn't like this episode, hey, it's on you. Hit us up. Let us know. We definitely appreciate it. All your support is uh, appreciated. And at the end of the day, what they tell us is this. In Hollywood, that's a wrap. Cut.